All right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for joining us for another edition of SpinCast here. We'll stay plugged in. Very excited today. We've got a high school senior from Carmel High, Christian Mori out of New York, wow. uh, who's joining us to talk a little bit about his esports career and more importantly, kind of his esports path moving forward. That's kind of where I'm real, real curious to learn more about and talk more about with Christian as well. But before we begin, Christian, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm really excited for this interview. Um, you know, coming closer to the, you know, commitment season, I'm, I'm really excited to see who I'm going to go with. Good honestly. Deal. Good deal. Well, tell yeah. us a little bit about you. Tell us your background, game you play, how you kind of got started with esports and what led you to the point where you are at today. For sure. Um, so I started esports probably in about when I was 14. So that's what, 2016 around there. Um, I really, you know, I really got into it by Fortnite. I used to play a lot of Xbox. I started with BO2 when I was about eight. And from there, I've really just went from Xbox to computer during the Fortnite phase. Um, I played scrims every single day for about eight hours a day. Um, I focused mainly on scrims. I played with tons of pros. I don't know if you've heard of phase Ewok. Mm -hmm. a phase member, uh, huge Fortnite player. I used to um, be partners with her for many events. Um, I've played with ghost members, you name it. I probably know them. They know me. Um, I mean, I've been everywhere. But yeah, anyways, um, I started with Fortnite. I've been through Fortnite. I've been through all the phases, the roughs, the ups, you know, everything in Fortnite. And I kind of just got started through there and then went out and quit and kind of moved over to Overwatch this past year. So that is now your game of choice, Overwatch, right? Yep, that's that's me. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. What's uh, what's your gamer tag? Um it's actually Zesty Yi. Um I plan to change it to Zest this week though. Got it. Got it. Yep. So talk a little bit about that process. Now you're gone from Fortnite into mm. Overwatch and graduating this year as a senior what are you looking at as you move forward on the collegiate scene so um with like fortnite and overwatch it's they're not really similar at all but when you have kind of good aim it can kind of transfer over to any game to where you just need that game sense those mechanics in that game and then also you know obviously knowing you know people around you that can help you mentor you you know stuff like that for every single game so when you go into that and me i covax at least two hours a day so it kind of just transfers over which is great um when i'm going into the collegiate collegiate scene i i really did have a rough start because i didn't know anybody at all until i started you know you have to people don't get you have to make connections you have to hit them up first they're not going to just text you and say hey um i learned you just played overwatch let's play you have to email them you have to contact people you have to get your own groups you have to do all that stuff on your own i mean i had probably no offers i didn't talk to any coaches about three months ago and now i have probably six seven offers i'm talking to 10 other coaches about maybe uh, going for a visit and seeing if they'll give me an offer. And, you know, you just got to really throw yourself out there. Yeah, it's almost like anything else, right? You got to really promote yourself, exactly. especially in this scene, because it's so difficult, it's so new, really, yes. right? It's so new that it's how do coaches find out about you? If exactly. You're proactive and say, hey, not only do I play, but I'm interested mm -hmm. in this pool because of what it offers, where it is, all of those things that are for sure to making all of that up. How will you narrow down that process, you think? Um, so what I did actually is what I would do is kind of like look at like 
the collegiate um you know podcasts like yourself um i know college esports that's a twitter account you can look at you can look at who they're following i used to work for a company called surd um and what i did with them is their collegiate esports recruitment directory I was their marketing director. So I contacted the college coaches. So what I would actually do is I would know of them because I had to contact them for marketing. Sure. So then I would say, I'd have friends say, Hey, who are you contacting for colleges? Like I want to find a college um, for esports. And I tell them, you know, names of these colleges. You can even like look them up. If you literally look up like college esports scholarships, 20 colleges will go up right there yeah. and you send them emails just right off that. It's, it's not difficult. It's just more of those, one of those things where it would be like, I'll do it next week but you'll never do it. You know what I mean? You'll just keep holding it off, but you have to do it. That sounds like me and almost everything. That's yeah, me too. <laughs> I agree. So let's get off of esports for just a moment. What yeah. other things attract you specifically to some of the schools that you're looking at, whether it's the majors that they offer, maybe it's other inter uh, activities. Um, maybe they're big at yeah. football or baseball or whatever, who knows, but you tell me what, what are some of the things that beyond the gaming, uh -huh. the different schools, so um, some of the things that definitely like kept me away from schools is like the amount of people that went there. I came from a school that had 1200 kids. So I kind of wanted something a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. So like if people had under like 2000 people, I would like be like, eh, but I would still kind of look at it. Um, I really liked the fact that like some of the colleges like Arcadia kept it kind of as an athletic varsity program, which is the best thing ever because with Arcadia, you get like, um, you get your own therapists if you want. You can get mental coaches. You can get literally everything. Nutritionists. Um, you can get your own workout plans. They'll give you them. They have like, what are they called? Gym mentors, whatever they are. Um, and, you know, stuff like that. Like colleges, you kind of have to look at every college and see what they'll offer you as an athlete of their program. There's some colleges that will be like your varsity athlete, but you don't get the same stuff as the other athletes like baseball, lacrosse, stuff like that. Um, you know, me, I'm a big sports guy. I actually play football in high school right now. Um, this is my second year playing. Um, so I really do like sports. So one of those things, like you said, I, I do want to see maybe a couple sports at college so I can go view games, you know, social life. I want to join, um, FBLA future business leaders of America clubs, nice. uh, maybe a Hispanic heritage club. Maybe, I don't know if they've like, uh, government clubs, maybe mock um, trial, stuff like that, like clubs like that. So yeah, definitely a college with a lot of clubs, business perspectives and, you know, stuff like that, of course. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Very, very well-rounded resume that that would be able to provide for you. So yes. Fantastic. Talk about the scholarship level. Cause I think a lot of our audience will look at obviously esports. Well, what can you get out of that from a college? And I don't need you to be specific to the mm -hmm. school, but just in general, what type of offers potentially from a scholarship perspective, range wise or what have you, have you been hearing? Um, so I'm not going to say names on these. I can give you numbers. I'm just not going to give you the names of the exactly. colleges I've heard them from. Yep. Sure. Um, so I've had, I, so offers wise, I've had about seven sent to me. Um, one was about eight grand and that could be a little bit altered up. So if I needed 10 grand, it would probably be 10 grand. Um, I've had one for 2,500, but could it, it could be up to 5,000. So they're kind of like, they'll give you a number. Let's just say they'll give you 3,000, but they can kind of go up on it depending on how you really are as a player. Mm -hmm. um, I've had cheap ones for like 1,000. And then I actually had another one that was about almost full ride because this college was only 17 grand. So it was about 12 grand. Wow. 
So, yeah. So the rough numbers you're going to get from a, a decent college with an actual program that you can really entrust in would be about 2,500 to about 12 grand. And there is some that give full rides. I know that for a fact. I'm pretty sure like Harrisburg gives them. Yeah. Um, Boyce and Ashland give out full scholarships. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that'll change even more as the scene continues to grow. Yes. And more and more schools will put more sure. assets towards it too. Definitely. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. So no how, how are you as an Overwatch better? Are you an, better at Overwatch or were you better at Fortnite? Um, <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. Um, I actually love Overwatch. So, I mean, I, I'm really, when I played Fortnite, I fell in love with it with the first year. And then after it was kind of like a, a job. So with Overwatch, me loving it and actually like liking how I can play as a team and not play as a solo player. I kind of like Overwatch a lot better, which makes me play Overwatch a lot better. So honestly, I think Overwatch, honestly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. No, for I sure. Guess my my next question is, let's go backwards a little bit, because I think a lot of kids in your position, maybe mm -hmm. a few years younger, their difficulty is putting in the time yes. to get better okay. because of parental interference, right? Hey, you got a mm. dad, dad, I can tell by your reaction. That might have happened. Yes. Oh, that, that, that definitely impacted me. So talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so um, my parents are very like kind of old style. So when they see video games, they see the phone, they don't really want me on it a lot. But what I, what I did actually to get out of this situation is when I was 14 to about 16, I wouldn't do anything. I would just sit in the basement, play Fortnite all day. And then kind of towards when I hit, actually, yeah, about 14 to 15. As soon as I hit about 15, I started organization skills. I started getting my grades up. I started, you know, going out a little bit more, kind of balancing my life instead of just doing Fortnite. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you think about it, it's kind of like a job. You don't want to just do your job and then have your family at home and not give them attention. Because let me tell you something. I know, I know people who will do that. They'll have too much work in their life and then they'll get like divorces and stuff. So it's kind of like that. You don't want like to divorce from your parents. You know what I mean? You want that relationship with your parents while you have that relationship with your job and, you know, enjoying your life and stuff like that. So really you just have to balance your life. If you're getting good grades, if you're, you know, doing good in school, if you're doing activities out of school and it's not impacting you in a bad way, then I don't see why it would be a problem. And you could just tell your parents that for sure. Yeah, no doubt. As a parent myself, trust me, as long as you have that balance, you use that word, which exactly. is the perfect word. Mm -hmm. You got to have that balance to be able to do things. But just like any other sport, you play football, sure. team, but if you play basketball, lacrosse, baseball, it doesn't matter oh, yeah. if you're good at it. Or if you play music, whatever it is. You're going to mm -hmm. practice it. You want to get better so that you can go to college for it and reap those rewards of scholarship, exactly. et cetera. Um, but even in those activities, you still have to have the same balance. So esports, pretty much similar. It's just to your point, I don't think as many parents understand what some of those yes. opportunities are at the collegiate level. Talk beyond college. Do you want to play pro or do you want to work in the esports space? What are, what are your goals beyond college? Um, so for esports wise, I actually do want to go pro. If I if I got an offer out of college to maybe join the Overwatch League, or if there's a subsequent league like that, maybe a minor league. By the time I graduate, I would love to join it. Um, you know, if esports didn't work out, you know, I always have that business to stand on, so that's why I have that balance. Um, that's that's the point of the balance. You have something to kind of fall back on if it doesn't work out. Um, I will try my best to go. Esports pro that that is the goal that's been the goal since i was 
14 since I was eight, actually. And, you know, I'm going to work as hard as I can to get to that goal. And if I don't get on that goal, yeah, it sucks. I'm probably going to like be mad days. I'm going to be sad, whatever. But, you know, I have that thing to lay back on and I will always be in the esports scene, whether I'm 40 and I'm watching at home with my wife and kids, I'm always going to be in the scene. Awesome. That's awesome. And, and again, for people listening, it's just like anything else. Uh, you know, if you play exactly. football, kids love to dream about, hey, I want to make the major leagues one day from the time they played Little League and on and on. No different with eSports. Got to put in the time, got to put the energy, got to love it, uh, which obviously you do. And obviously you've yes. got good opportunities right there in front of you. Are you doing all virtual learning for school right now or is it? Uh... It's, it's hybrid. So I actually go in. So it's like I go, I stay home for three days and then I go in for two and then it kind of swaps. So okay. it's I go in for three and then I stay in for two and it swaps. Does yeah. your high school participate in esports as either a club or a varsity sport at this point or not at all? It does not, which I mean, it sucks. Um, I think we've tried to do that, but it never went through because ours is more like football based. It's all yeah. around football. Got it. Which I mean, it sucks, but you know, that's not, I'm trying to tell everyone that that's not like a factor. You know, you could still do it without that. You know what I mean? Absolutely agree. Absolutely mm -hmm. agree. Hopefully that'll start to permeate. As the college scene it continues to explode, exactly the high school scene will follow suit. Um, no doubt, generation and kind of go from there. So no doubt. Any uh, advice that you would give your younger self? Let's say you could go back to when you were 13, 14, knowing what you know now, and this could be true for any other gamers out there that are maybe a little bit younger and looking at, hey, I want to get into college for this. Any advice you would give to either your younger self or an audience that is younger listening? Yes. Um, so actually, when I was 14 to 16, when I was talking about Fortnite in those days, um, I really, you know, played a lot. I, I literally played like 12, eight to 12 hours a day. So I played a lot. And I always asked myself, why am I not getting better? I'm playing more than most of the pros. Why am I not getting better? And a lot of people don't understand that one of the main reasons you cannot get better at a game when you hit that kind of limit to where everybody else is that limit is you kind of have to analyze yourself. You have to look at making the same mistakes over and over again, the same exact mistakes. And then after, you know, now when I'm almost turning 17 in about two days, I'm looking at the fact that, you know, if I analyzed back then and I actually looked and VOD reviewed more and actually kind of committed to myself more than just, you know, playing Fortnite, I would have might've been, you know, who knows? I could have been a millionaire right now, you know, <laughs> who knows? Um, but yeah, you kind of have to analyze yourself. You have to do, you have to take it slow. As, as stupid as that sounds, you have to kind of take everything slow and not fast pace it. And when you want to do something, you just have to do it. You can't, you can't just wait and you can't say, Oh, I'm going to email that coach tomorrow. You're like, All right, I'm doing it tonight. Like just do it when you can, when you have that motivation, do it, yeah. you know, go yeah. for it. No doubt. No, no. In respect to your exactly. body views and analyze yourself, the flip side of that is if, if you get to a certain point that you keep making the same mistake over and over and over, well, by playing more, all you're going to do is continue to make those same mistakes exactly. over and over. At some point, you do have to step back and mm -hmm. say, well, wait a minute, let's look at this from the outside in. How can I eliminate that and all of a sudden yes. better? So very, very good point there. Exactly. Well, Christian, I think we uh, are basically going to be up on time here a little bit, but definitely... Yeah. Love the fact that you're able to take a little bit of time from your day to come on yes. board, talk to us a little bit, not just about yourself, but esports in general. Yep, no problem. Definitely love to circle back maybe a couple months down the road and see what your, your commitment is, first and foremost, and then secondarily, you know, kind of what that will lead you to 
uh, in your collegiate career. And obviously, hopefully beyond. Hopefully we're talking down the road. Oh, yes, we will. Don't worry, we will. We'd love to see it. We'd love Great. To see it. We'll Thank you. Support. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, love y'all. All right, man. Appreciate you. Bye. See you. Thank you.